Um, today we're going to do um, Shem Chabbeis Halachadal and Hey, but um, instead of reading it to you, they're really, really long, uh, long thing, and most people find it somewhat complicated. So I'm going to, instead of reading it, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Um, you can feel free to read it afterwards. Okay. Be- before I before I tell you what the din is, um, I have to say some pieces of information that you probably know, but it's just an introduction to what we're going to say, and that is the Torah calls Chala Truma. Okay, Chal Terima Chuma. And from there we learn out that the Chal has the status of Chuma for many, many dinim. Um, what's going to get to us is that the only people who can eat it are Kehanim, and the Kohen and the Chal have to both be Tahar in order to eat it. Okay? If it's Tame, like as nowadays when we assume that Chal is Tame, then you're not allowed to eat it. The, the person is Tame, the Chal is Tame nowadays, so you're not allowed to eat them. Um, and just like with regular Chuma, Chal that's Tame, you have to burn it. We're not going to talk about that part of it today, specifically about the burning, but the, when you burn it, the coin is allowed to have enough from it while you're burning. Okay, and just, just as an aside, I think we're going to talk about this a different time. Um, in order to be, say that the chal is tamay, it had to have been hochshul kapotomo, had to have once become wet, um, which our standard flour is. Okay, Ryan spelled flour or not, but standard flour has gotten hochshul kapotomo. It's been wet, as it's called tempered, as part of the process, it gets so tempered, it gets wet. With the flour. The wheat. At some point, it had to have become wet, which it did. Okay. Okay, so, um, we, saw li- we said last time that the din is at Midaraisa, you can get even the tiniest amount of the Farshas Chal that's good enough. Midarabonim is a shear. Okay, the shear is either a 24th or 48th, depending on your situation. So, the Mishnah says, the Mishnah Chal says, that there are three, Shalash Aratzas Lachal, there's three different areas that each one of them has their own different din of how you should be marked Chal in those three places. Okay, the main part of Eretz Yisrael, which we call the place where the early bubble captured, I mean, even the second base of English, they occupied that area. People know how to be m- m- careful about the tomb of Atara, and therefore you do regular Hafrasha like you would imagine. You take the 24th or 48th, you give it to the Kayin, and the Kayin needs it. That's it. The way Nebuchadnezzar says it, you give one Chara. But like you would expect, you take your piece off, give it to the Kayin, and the Kayin needs it. In the outskirts of Eretz Yisrael, which is the lands that were only captured during the time of the first base of English, we'll call the lands of Eretz Mitzrayim, there, the people live so close to Chutzarts, so not part of Eretz Yisrael, that uh, they don't know how to be mocked on Tum of Atara, and therefore you assume that the person and the Chala are tummy. and so what you do is, you, when you're Mafra's Chala, you take off the shear, the 48th that you're supposed to, since it's tummy, you take only a 48th, you take off the 48th and you burn it, because since it's, since it's tummy, you have to burn it. Then, as a zeicher for the fact that you're supposed to eat chal, you're not supposed to burn chal, you're supposed to eat it, chacham or masakin, you should take up a second chal, okay? Which is, and for that, you take off just a mashu, you give it to a kohen, and the kohen eats it. Okay? That second one that you give to the kohen, any kohen can eat it. It has to be a kohen, but he could be talmud, it makes no difference. That second piece you give to a kohen as a remembrance that chal is supposed to be eaten. As remembrance. It's not really chal, right? The real chal was the first one, which you took, and now it's chal, which is tummy, so you burn it. And that way you give the shear. The second one, you give just the mashahu, you give it to a kohen, and the kohen eats it. Okay, but the second, the second piece also comes from the... From the, from the batter, yeah, you take it from the batter, and you give it to a kohen. Okay. Now, then the, then the Mishnah says, in the lands that are outside of Eretz Yisrael, okay, that are outside of Eretz Yisrael, then you also marfish two chalas. You do the same thing, you give two chalas. But over here, since we're talking about Chal's Chutzlaritz, since Chal and Chutzlaritz is only a drop on altogether, so therefore, what the, therefore the Chal said, <laughs> let's not 
let's not um, make it so, let's not be marbib in this, in this rofen. Why if we make like an earth this wall and be marbib in this rofen? So what we do is we say in, chut, in, the, in the third area, which is in chutz arts, the, you, the first chal, the real chal, is just the mashu. And that's the one that gets burned. The, the Rishon is in this reference, it's a small one, because why bother overdoing it with the burning? And then the second one, which is the Shir, which is the 48th, that you give to a Kayin, and the Kayin eats it. And again, the same thing, any Kayin can eat it, even if his tummy makes no difference. Okay, doesn't matter how tummy he is, he can eat it. Okay, so the mission is in these three different places, in, in the main place, in the, in the heartland of Eretz Yisrael, you give just one Chal like you're supposed to, in the edges of Eretz Yisrael, the outskirts, and in Adverts as well, you give two chalas, just a difference of which one is the burnt one, which one is the one you give to the kind Okay. So that's what the Mishnah says. And that's, everything is hunky-dory in the Mishnah. Okay. The problem is, that the Gemara Bukhari says, that if you, when you mafresh chal and chutzarts, if you're being mafresh chal and chutzarts, you should do is take one chala, not two, take one chala, and give it to a kind cotton. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about more about the coin cotton a little later. The point is, the coin cotton only has certain tumor, but not other tumor. Okay, he was never Balkari, or a katana, who was never neither. So you give, a, you give it to a coin cotton, we'll talk about more about that in a second, and that's it. And they eat it. Okay, you give it to them and they eat it. So, so what happened to the Mishnah that says that there's two chalas? In Chutzur, you're supposed to give two chalas. Here, the Gemara says you can get away with one. The Gemara says if there's no coin cotton, then you give two chalas. Well, honestly, we, we, this, where did this option come from? That you should give one. The Mishnah says you have to give two chalas. Okay, that's the question. And there's two basic answers in the Rishonim to that question. Two basic ways to approach it. Okay? And that's all Lagabe Chutzlar, and then it's also Lagabe, this Gemara Bukhar is also Lagabe, uh, the outskirts of Eretz Yisrael. Chutzlar. What's in that community? In the Chutzlar, chalas only drop on. I know. The rules are left. The outskirts is because of two months. Right. In, in, in the edges of Eretz Yisrael, Chal is really potentially the Raisa, when everybody who lived there, so therefore we treat it, so to speak, like a Raisa. This is for Chutzarts. So the Rush says, one, it's, one explanation is, the Rush says, is that the, the Mishnah, is, when I said to you that the Mishnah has this area number three, this third area that's outside of Eretz Yisrael, it didn't mean all of Chutzarts. It only meant the land that's just outside of Eretz Yisrael, right around the areas immediately surrounding Eretz Yisrael, which for lots of halachas of Tunis Baruch has special statuses, in that place you have to make two chalas. But when you go to real chutz, like far away, like Bavra, like really far away, in Chicago, far away, in that place you have this option to give one chala and you give it to the coin cotton. If you don't have a coin cotton, then fine, then you're stuck and you do the, like you do, you give two chalas, but you have this option of giving one chala and a coin cotton can eat it. Okay, that's how the Russian ones. The obviously, there's an obvious dunkhik to what he's saying. It's obvious what the problem is. is that the Mishnah said, Shalat Shalat Sasakhala. The Mishnah tells us that there are three places we could be mafresh, three different areas, and each one has its, its way to be mafresh khala, and it comes along with the Gemara Bukhari's, like sort of, without even mentioning that the Mishnah said, not like that, and says, Tata, there's a fourth place. Okay, the way the Rush is learning, there's an obvious difficulty in reading the Gemara. The Gemara is creating a fourth one. It doesn't say, those are three, but here's a fourth one. Just like, just makes a statement that nothing's doing. Why did the Mishnah say that in the second and third case, be mafreshal and give it to a copy? So that, that's, the Rush is coming to answer. That's our question. And the Rush because they were talking about right near Eretz Yisrael, where you don't have the option of giving it to a cut and cut them. But if you're really far from Eretz Yisrael... Why do you have the option? They can eat the two months or whatever. Because, you know, because that cooler doesn't apply around right near Eretz Yisrael. It's only okay. for far away. That option is only uh, for far away. I'm, okay. That I'm, option I'm, only for... The Ikechala has to be eaten by someone who's really loud, so you have to burn it. So, again, what's, what's missing, you leaves you wondering, why did the Mishnah say it? Not the Mishnah say it, at least the Gemara, when it says it, should have made a point to say you should know. That's what the Mishnah said, and we have a fourth point. Okay, that's what the Rosh learns. Okay, the Raman says, no. He says the Gemara 
and the Mishnah all talking about all of Chotzarot. The third area of, in the Mishnah is, as you would have assumed, it means all of Chotzarot, and just like the Gemara, the Mishnah didn't bother to tell you this extra kula. Really, the din is in all of Chotzarot you have to be for two chalas, a small one that gets burned, a big one that gets eaten. But the Gemara is telling you, you should know the Mishnah forgot to tell you this little, there's a loophole, there's an option if you want to. Instead of giving, if you, if you want to give you a little piece that gets burned and a big piece that gets eaten by certain kahanim, you could take the, the I'm eaten by any kahanim, you could take one big piece and give it to a kahanim cut and do that. So the Gemara is telling you a new option that, didn't, that the Mishnah didn't bother to tell you, but it's not article of the Mishnah. It just tells you something that the Mishnah would have agreed to that also. Okay? That's what, that's what the Ramah learns. And the Shacharach, if you would have read it, you would see Paskins like the Ramah. Passing like the Ramam, that the din is um, in Chutzarot you have these options. In all of Chutzarot you have these two options. Either you give a small one gets burnt, and then a big piece goes to any kind who wants to. Any kind who wants to could eat it, even if he's tummy, it makes no difference. Or you take a big piece and give it to a kind cotton, and the kind cotton can eat it uh, as such. Okay. The, that's what the Shukhrarach says. Well, I'm not finished. That's what Shukhrarach says. Okay. Now, the small piece that you burn, you give it to a kain to burn. You no, you burn it yourself. No, you, the, the I don't know why it doesn't say that. Why don't you give it to kain? And you let it have enough from it. So, the, why the little piece you don't give to the kain? Maybe it's not such a question because how much enough could you get from it? Yeah, but, but, in, but in the big piece, it's more of a question in the area on the outskirts of Eretz well, where the piece that you burn is a more significant piece. Why doesn't it say what you should give to? I don't know why. I don't know what the reason that is. Okay. Now, the the that's all. That's all nice and good. Well, when I say to you, that's good, it's what the Shulchan says. But the Bejesha brings that many, many Rishonim ask question. And the ask is, okay, the din is like the Ramam, that in Chutzar you're supposed to either give two chalas, or give one to a coin cotton, a big one to a coin cotton. He says, you haven't seen anybody do that? You haven't even seen anybody doing that? He says, we don't do that. All kinds of Rishonim quote, in our place, they don't, come on, everyone says, in our place, nobody does that. Everyone takes a little a piece and they burn it. We, we, no one takes a piece, a little piece to burn, and they give a big piece to a cutting, or give a piece to a cutting cut, and no, they, no one ever says, no mucus. What? So, no mucus. So what happened? They're like, hello. What? They said, they said, I got too many cards. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, so everybody, people, the, all the Rishonim gets, they, a bunch, many Rishonim gets this, like what happened to this din? That is, what? Okay, so, so the, so the Ramah, the Ramah brings, the Ramah brings, the Ramah brings the most common answer that's given. For, that, for this thing. Why the minute is that we don't do what is a perfect mission in Kamara. And he says like this. I'm putting some words to explain it in the middle of what the Ramah says. And that is like this. We think that the reason why we do a zecher for giving chal to a coin to eat is as I said to you. And the reason is because we want to remember that chal is supposed to be eaten. Chal is eaten. So we think of it that it's like eating kairach. At the Seder, we eat Kairach, which is Zechel and Megashil. In the basic thing, the Shil used to do like this. Very nice. So we want to remember what the Hill used to do, so we do that. We want to remember that they used to take an Arava for four days, the Lul for four days, for seven days. So we take the Lul for seven days. We think it's like a Zechel to what used to be. That's not true. That's not the, what this kind of a Zechel is. What this Zechel is, is that if I'm living in Chutzart, and I will always burn my challah, then, or I'm living on the outskirts of Eretz where it's Tomei, and I'm always going to burn my challah. If I ever go to visit Eretz Yisrael, or I ever move to Eretz Yisrael, 
I'm going to say, by hands, we don't eat the challah. You know, I'm going to come up, I'm going to say, no, 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 my whole life I never ate challah. So we want to make sure that if you ever go to Eretz Yisrael, you should know that challah is supposed to be eaten. So when you come to Eretz Yisrael, when you see people eat, you see, you make a batter, you're going to give it to a coin. Then you'll be, things will be tar. You'll give it to a coin, he's going to eat it. So it's not a zeicha as in, oh, in, in the olden days we used to do like this. The, the zeicha, it's, not, it's a zeicha as in, it should be on your mind so that when you go to Eretz Yisrael, you'll know how to do them. It's correctly. And therefore, and therefore, right? let me finish my second. Hold on a second. And therefore, nowadays, that even in Eretz Yisrael, they're not makhud on Tum of Atahara. Nowadays, there's no Afer Pura. And no one's makhud on Tum of Atahara at all. There's no such thing. And so even in Eretz Yisrael, nobody eats it. Therefore, even us people living in Chotzer have no need to be mafresh, uh, a piece, and give it to a client to eat, because we're never in our lives going to have a situation when the client's going to have to eat it. Even if we go to Eretz Yisrael, the client's not going to eat it anyhow. So therefore, we in Chutzlar have no need, or even the people in the edge of Eretz Yisrael have no need to be mafresh a piece to eat. Yes, I'm sorry. In the foreseeable, as we see it today, we don't see that we're going to have to do it. So some mitzvahs are made in case... You bought Meheri, you bought the base of Hamidish, we're going to keep a second of Yontif this, this coming week, just for that reason. But it's not like that. The whole mitzvah was made because I will go to Eretz Yisrael and do the mitzvah. Today, if I went to Eretz Yisrael, I wouldn't have to give it to someone to eat it. And therefore, the whole zecher, that whole point of a zecher, is out the window. Okay. Now, after that, of course. The point is for why are we not good then on Trumas and Meisters too in Chutzlaritz? So when we go to Eretz Yisrael, we'll realize that when we take. So some things are made in Chutzlaritz, in the edges, the area right around Eretz Yisrael. Chazal didn't impose that upon us to make them. How, so they did say we should do in Chutzur, and people talk about that. Why is Chal different than Shuma? Okay, but that, that they didn't make it. Okay, that's okay. not what we do in Chutzur. You're going to go to the rest of the song. You can do it the same way you do okay, so, so what's going on here is, what's going, what's going on over here is, is that you realize that what I just said to you, that doesn't say in the Gemara. What, what happened is, in the Gemara it says you should do it. In the times of the Gemara, they were still not going to do it at least in the rest of the song. So, what happened is, at some point, when people stopped being mocked in the tomb of Tyra, the people understood on their own, or their, or their Chacham told them, that now you no longer have to do what it says, the Ferish and the Mishnah, that you have to have the Zecher for people eating it. Okay? And therefore the Rambam says, that's the most common explanation for why. Excuse me, why? What's now, Rambam, I mean, a bunch of Rishonim say, I'll read you the words of Rambam. The Rishonim, Kivan she'en chal and nechelas b'zman azeh b'eret Yisrael, Okay? And the, the Hezbo is that it's not a Zecher as in I have to remember what happened in the old days. It's that today I'm going to go there to show and do it and that, not again anymore. I won't have to do it anymore. And therefore I'm allowed to do that. And therefore the Ramah says that's the meaning that we only, um, we mafish a piece and we burn it and there's no part that has to be given to Kahanan to eat. Okay, we'll get, other reasons will come in a minute. Okay, we'll talk about the other reasons sooner later. Okay. The, the, the Beisheshev mentions this. It's not like, you know, the Ramah made this up. The Beisheshev brings all this. He's obviously not very happy with it. As some of the Rishonim are like a little surprised that Mamashev Beferishev didn't just got tossed out the window. Uh, and therefore he says, he doesn't say this. The Beisheshev says, give two chalas, give two cup like that. Um, I haven't, I've been, well, Rabbi Raka's been out of town. I've been trying to find out if Sfarad actually do that. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I, I was, I'm sorry. We didn't cross paths. Uh, we've been trying to talk to each other. Um, so I haven't gotten yet whether the Sfarad actually do that. The, the Shukhar says it straight out like the din is, like you're supposed to do without this movement to, to give those small amounts. I, I don't know if the Sfarad tells us. It says in Shukhar. Like, like what it says in the mission. It says in the Gemara. He's supposed to either give a small piece to the bird and a big piece to a coin that any coin can eat it, even if he's tummy, or give a big piece to a coin who's a cotton who is not tummy, or a gobble who's tummy. Okay, now. Were they allowed to eat an Ashkenazi challah, or is there an issue? No, no, once you mafresh eat in the mound, you, 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 the, 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 it's not pebble anymore, you're allowed to eat it. You may have a separate mitzvah to do this part, that's not a problem. Okay, now. 
Because the next chum of the series is going to take out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now. Officially, shall be pardon. Okay. okay, now, the, the, I, I had mentioned a few times in passing that on the, the, in, on the outskirts of Eretz Yisrael, the Kohen is allowed to eat the second chal. Okay, the first piece that Yermachash, which is the, in the outskirts of Eretz Yisrael, Yermachash is a big piece, that, or, or out of Eretz Yisrael, a small piece, that, that piece that Yermachash is the real chal. And then the, the, so to speak, the fake chal, the second one that you give to the coin to eat, has no condition to it. So you can eat it in his tummy. Only a coin can eat it, but any coin can eat it. It doesn't make a difference how tummy he is. It makes no difference. When we get to chutzart... It's a dindra. It's kebel. It's fake. It's only a coin eat it. It's fake. Because I'm not trying to make you remember that the Hanan eat chal. So if everyone can eat it, we miss the boat. You missed the point. The point is supposed to be supposed to remind people that chal is eaten, so we have to give it to a coin. They didn't put all the other chumas to it that you only bring your time, they just have a kind of seat. Okay, now. I gotta take off the small piece first. Yes, yes. Otherwise it's gonna make the juice. Yes, yes, you take off the burnt piece goes first. Yes, you have to wrap that piece first or else you really uh, up the creek. Okay. Okay, so now, the Gemara says that Chal's Chutz Laaretz has an even more lenient status. And that is, the first one again is the real Chal, it gets burnt. No one can touch that. No one can eat that. Okay. But the second one is, the second Chal is the second ch- and the second challah would be eaten by any kohen, but you have this option, as I've mentioned to you, to just be mafresh one time, and that you give to a kohen katan. What does that mean? The Gemara explains that they, they decided that if challah's chutzarot is not really chayim at the raisa, in chutzarot only chayim to so they made a kula like this. Usually challah can only be eaten by a kohen who's tahar, and the challah is tahar. They said the challah doesn't make a difference if the challah the challah can be tummy also it makes no difference. And even the Kayhain, he doesn't have to be so tar, so to speak. He has to, as long as he's not a Tumah Yotsimi Gufoy, he didn't become Tumah based on something that came from him, rather he came from the outside, that's good enough. What does that mean, Tumah Yotsimi Gufoy? So the four examples that we have is Zav, Zava, Nida, and Yulevis. Okay, those are four people who are Tumah because something came out of their body. Okay, then that person, that may, they, they sort of like inherently Tumah. What? That's part of Zav. Okay, part of... That's wrapped into Zav. That's wrapped into Zav. And Mitzar, the Ramah says Mitzar also. But Shukhar doesn't mean nowadays we don't have a Mitzar. But anyhow, um, Rabbi Shakhtar actually just actually gave a shit about that. What? We don't have a Mitzar nowadays. Okay, so... But the Ramah took some Mitzar also. But... Um, and actually, the Gemara says, Tumah Yotzimi Gufay. I don't know why. I don't know how we know that a Mitzar is Yotzimi Gufay. It's a Tumah inherent. So, hey, he's going to more different. Hey, go ahead. Anyhow, so there's a special cooler. So therefore, if you have a cotton who's less than nine years old, so we assume that he was, he was never a Zav or a Bakari. If we have a girl who's less than 12, so she was never, she assumed to have never been an Eid, unless we know, of course, in either of these cases, you're allowed to give them this cow and they can eat it. Now, also, it doesn't say this in the Gemara, but the Roshanim say the same thing is, if you have an adult who is Teufel, a man or a lady who is Teufel, then, then he, can eat, he can eat this also, okay? <laughs> Why doesn't the Gemara say that? But the, the thing is the same. The, the Mechaber says he could eat it right away. He doesn't even need Harashamish. And the Ramah says, no, 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 he should have Harashamish. So it was according to the Mechaber, if you, when you're Mafresh Chal, when you're Mafresh this big piece, you could be Mafresh it, the guy could dunk into the mitzvah and come out and eat the piece. Okay? Any, a man or a lady could dunk in the mitzvah, come out and eat the piece. The Ramah says you should wait for Harashamish. Okay. What I just said so far is pretty much agreed that that's, that that's, what, the, that that's what is allowed. The question is like this. The Ramah said, I told you the Ramah says, Vyesha, remember? That the din is nowadays we take a small piece and we burn it. Okay? And that's true. So we explain why the Ramah holds that's what you're allowed to do. What would the Ramah hold about the other option? Is Ramah telling you you have a, 
he's giving you a kula. He is giving you a kula. You, instead of being machish a 48th and giving you two kain to eat, you take a little piece, burn it, and you're finished. What would be if you wanted to give two kain katan? Okay? Let's say the Oppenheimers. Okay? Their son is a kain. So they want to be machish, they don't have his kain katan anymore. Okay? They don't have a kain. They're a grandson. Okay? So they want to be machish a piece and give it to the kain katan that he should eat it. So are they, are they allowed to do that? When the Ramah said that the mint is we burn it, did he mean is that the only thing you're allowed to do? Or is he saying, you know, now that you have the minute that you're allowed to do this also, you can get away with that. But if you want to give it to a kain katan, then go ahead. So the 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 Achashokan has a deal that Ramah holds you still have both choices because now I wasn't doing this to trick you but I can read you the Ramah because I, I, I saved you there's a lot of words over here the Ramah after he says this din that you can give away a, a small amount he says you should know and if you eat challah nowadays this is the bracha that you should make really? bracha? we do that bracha you know I eat it we just, if, you, if, you, if the only option is to burn it and we don't hold of giving it to a kind of anymore why does he tell you that if you want to eat it this is the bracha that he tells you the, the exact wording of the bracha that he's supposed to make why do he tell you that? sounds like all he meant to do here was just to tell you that you have this option to take a tiny amount and burn it. But if you want to give it to a kind cut and to eat it, go for it. That's okay. That's what you can do. And then when you do that, you should tell the kind the cotton to make a bracha. Well, okay. what, what, no, well, a can eat it also. When I say kind cotton, remember, kind cotton now means is a kind cotton or a gobble who is tiny. So if you if I wanted to eat it, I could eat it. I could be marfrishal, go be tiny and come out and eat it, or wait till tonight and then I can eat it. So I make a bracha. There's a bracha to be made. So that sounds like that the Ramah holds that um, you, he just gave you a kula, but if you want to do the ikkah, then, then that's fine also. Okay, so now. Yeah. So, so now wait a minute. You know I'm, I'm not finished. But, yes, yes, yes. When I'm finished, yes, you'll ask that question. So, what I just said, what I, what the Arachachachachachach is doing is further brought out because the Ramah in Hilchus Pesach, we're going to talk about this Ramah in a minute, more in detail in Hilchus Pesach, the Ramah says, when you're mad for Shkala, you should give it to a kind of custom. That's what you should do with it. He says, the Yesh Amir, that you shouldn't. The Yesh Amir, that you shouldn't do. But the stump that he starts with, the stump that he starts with is, you should give it to a kind of custom. That's what you should do with it. Okay? So, sure sounds like the Ramah holds that you're allowed to give it to a kind of custom, but you have this option of burning a small piece, and of course, most people would choose that. Because you have a choice. You should give a 48th to the kind cotton, or you should take a small piece and burn it. So most people would opt for taking the small piece and burning it. Okay. Now, even though I said that, even though that seems to be what Rama holds, what I say is, um, many of the Hardens say you shouldn't do it. Okay? There's a, the Taz on the page, it's not clear if the Taz thinks he's explained Rama, or arguing Rama says you shouldn't do it. The Shah is more clear that he thinks he's explaining Rama to be saying that you shouldn't do it. Um, the Mishabur brings, when the Mishabur talks in Zion, in Hilchus Pesach, when he talks about it, he says, the din is you're allowed to do it, but Prim Gom says you're not supposed to do it. Okay? So you shouldn't do it. My son, he says no one does it. You shouldn't do that. So, um, before I talk, get back to what this Ramah is talking about in Hilchus Pesach, what on earth is it doing in Hilchus Pesach, um, I'm going to tell you, first I have to explain to you the, the reasons, what is the reason why, Lamaisa, you shouldn't be allowed to give it to the Kohen Katan. I explained to you why the Ramah held you should just do one Chal instead of two Chal's. But what would be the reason for saying you shouldn't have the option of giving it to the coin cotton? What's wrong with that option? What's wrong with that? So there's two main reasons. There are a few reasons, but there's two main reasons. And the first one is like this. Nowadays, it's perfectly acceptable to give, take a mushroom and burn it. That's perfectly, we explained it. That's perfectly acceptable. So, if you would give a piece to a client to eat, you're taking a chance. Because there's a chance 
that someone who's not a kohen is going to eat it. If I give this, bake this roll, and I say, this is the challah, and cutting, cutting, you can go eat it, there's a good, there's a chance that someone, by mistake, who's not a kohen will eat it. Or, that the kohen will, the, the way the price can say it, the kohen will dunk it into his soup, and all of a sudden there's going to be bleas of truma in his bowl, and now someone else in the family, someone else is going to eat from that bowl, and is going to have a, 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 a truma blee in it. So in order to avoid this problem, we say, don't use the option of giving it to a kind cotton, because that opens up the possibility that the wrong person is going to eat it, maybe a kind will eat it, or someone who's not a kind is going to eat it, and therefore, just use the first option of discarding it. That's one reason. Second reason is, that we're no longer sure um, that people are real kohanim, all kohanim are not miyuchas anymore, and therefore, don't give it to the kohanim, don't use that option, because we're not sure the person is really kohanim. Okay, now, you, what did you say? Yeah, for you? Okay. okay, so I didn't make this up. I'm not, uh, and I'm a client, so I don't feel insulted. Okay, now we, we have we have a, we have a diuk. There's a diuk that the if the Ramah holds, you're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to give it to a client, that he would hold it for the second reason. He would hold it. I'm sorry for the first reason. For the first reason, which is because um, you might some the wrong person might eat, and that is as follows. A few simanim from here. It's Hilchus Truma. Okay? It really, probably the longest simon in Shokhanov. It's Hilchus Truma. Okay? Uh, it's almost word for word out of the Rambam. Halachas are being a mafish Truma Simashis. And the Ramah over there says that when you burn Truma Tmeya, when you burn Truma Tmeya, a Kayan is allowed to have Hanar from the Truma as it's burning. And he says, even if the Kayan is not Muchas, even if the Kayan is not Muchas, he's allowed to have Hanar from it. Which you all remember um, of the Hanan, right? When the Hanan burnt the watermelon seeds from our company, when Mafer Trumsimaisis, he roasted a hot dog in, in the fire, the watermelon seeds, because Ramah says a coin is allowed to have enough from it. So he roasted a hot dog in that fire as it was burning, as we were burning the Truma watermelon seeds. Okay? That's what he did. Like Ramah says, you're allowed to do that. Okay, so why does Ramah say that even if the coin is not Muchas? Because the din is. The din is that the rule that you need to have a kohen miyuchas only applies to chuma deraisa. For chuma that's only chuma derabbanon, then even a kohen who's not miyuchas is considered to be a kohen. So since chuma nowadays is only derabbanon, so the Ramah says so when you when you burn the chuma, even a kohen who's not miyuchas is allowed to have enough from it. Okay, well that's what the Ramah says a few pages from here. So why would we say over here that the kohen you can't give it to a kohen katan because he's not miyuchas? The chalav we're talking about, especially in chalav chutzlars, is only chalav derabbanon. So therefore, if if kain miyuchas is not a problem for chalazarbanan, it wouldn't be a problem over here. Which would tell me that the reason why the Ramah is saying over here, if you think the Ramah is saying that, that you, that you can't eat truma, you can't give it to a kain katan, is because we're afraid the wrong person is going to eat it, the Zara is going to eat it. That's what the Ramah's reason is. Okay? What I said to you is, it's not a for sure riot. You can get around this riot that I have. There's other explanations that I'm over there, but that's, let's go with that. Okay, so now, now let's turn to the Chispesa. Why is the Ramah in the the Ramah is in Hilchus for the following reason. If a person is baking matzah on the youngest days of Pesach, he's baking matzah, so he's got a problem. And the problem is like this. When you're mafresh challah on yomtif, you're allowed to bake on yomtif, you're mafresh challah, you have a problem. You can't burn the piece that you were just mafresh because that's havara or bishol shaloy l'tzorich. You're baking something on for no reason. There's no reason to bake it. No one's allowed to eat it anyhow. It's true mitme. No one's going to eat it. So you can't burn it. Well, you can't, and you can't leave it, like if it was suckers, you would just leave it around. You can't leave it around because it's going to become chametz. Okay, it's going to become chametz. So what are you going to do? What, you, can't, you can't burn it, and you can't leave it around either. So we're, we have a problem here. What are we supposed to do with this? What are we supposed to do with this uh, piece of dough over here? So Shukran says, what you should do is, 
you should do your harfasha incorrectly. You, you're supposed to do harfasha after you knead the flour and water together. In this case, don't do that. Bake it first, and after you bake it, then do the harfasha, so to speak, at the wrong time. Not when you're supposed to, but wait after the harfasha. This one will have been baked better, and you won't do the harfasha later on. Okay? Just for, as an aside. Why doesn't the, the Shukran say you should give it to a kind cotton? I told you the Shukran says over here you can give it to a kind cotton. It says it right here. In our din, the Shukran for sure holds you can give it to a kind cotton. Why doesn't he say that? So, you may not like this, but Baal Bach, the that question is, um, that the Mechaber came to Eretz Yisrael in 1535. Um, Shukran was finished in 1555. Okay, so it was written in Eretz Yisrael. So when the Shukran was talking about a person baking challah, matzah, he's talking about a person in Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, you can't give it to a kind cotton. Okay. That's not an option when you live in Eretz Yisrael to give it to a kind cotton because in Eretz the only heck to give it to a kind cotton is only for Chalas Chutzarts. Chalas Eretz Yisrael, you can't give it to a kind cotton. Okay, so okay, maybe that, I don't I don't know if that's the right answer. That, I said it's about Bafish answer. Why the Shulchan does say it? But the Ramah does say it. The Ramah says, and what, so what you, nah, he says, don't do this thing to be mafish at the wrong time. Give it to a kind cotton. A kind cotton's like to eat it. So be mafish like you're supposed to, and then go ahead and bake it and find your neighbor who's a, a, a six-year-old kind and give it to him to eat it. That's all. We'll give it to an adult. Let the adult be terrible. He can go eat it. That's what Moses says. The him that you shouldn't do that. As I said to you, the him that you're not allowed to give uh, challah to a... Uh, you're not allowed to give challah to a coin cotton. So, the Magnavom over there brings our shah, who asks, he says, I don't understand. Why did the Ramah say you should give it to a coin cotton? Why does he start off with the assumption you give it to Kain Katan? Don't we know over here that you're not allowed to give it to Kain Katan? As I said to you, the Shach read it into this Ramah. Don't we say over here that you're not allowed to give it to Kain Katan? So maybe the Shacharach could have said that. And I said, why he didn't? But the Shacharach maybe could have said that. But the Ramah holds you can't give it to Kain Katan. So why? Excuse me, Hilkos Pesach, does he say? You give it, why is that his assumption that you should give it to the Kain Katan? Okay, so the Magad of Ramah has a really deep reason. Okay, I'm not going to tell you. A really deep reason is based on a Gemara and Chulam. Okay? You could say, uh, I think you could say a different answer. Okay? Explanation of why the Ramah says it. I said to you a minute ago that the Ramah, if he holds that you're not allowed to give it to a Kohen Katan, it's not because he's, a, a, we need Kohanim Yuchasim. That's not his reason. He doesn't hold for that reason. The reason is because maybe if you give it to the Kohen, someone who's not a Kohen can end up eating it. So what that means is like this. If you're standing on a regular Tuesday in your Mafesh Chala, you have a choice. Should I burn a little piece, or should I give it to a Kain Katan? So we say, of course, burn the little piece. Because if you're going to give it to the Kain Katan, you're opening yourself up to a possibility that a Zor may end up eating it. Okay, so it's worth it. Burn the little piece instead of give it to the Kain Katan. That's all fine in the end of the regular Tuesday. Comes Yom Tov Pesach. When I'm stuck, I don't have any other choices of how am I supposed to do this. I have to be Mafesh Chala correctly when I need the dough. That's what I'm supposed to be Mafesh Chala. Well, if I do that, I'm going to be stuck. It'll become Chomet, so I won't be able to burn it. So then, the, the idea that says, don't give it to a coin because maybe it's all it, that's very nice if you have choices. But today, I don't have a choice. Today, I'm stuck that I have to be Marfish Chala, and I have no choice to, to just burn it. So then, we do what the incorrect thing is. The thing is, give it to a coin cut, and you'll be careful. So, if you have no, if you have no reason not to do it, you might as well give it, you might as well burn it. But when you do have an option, so if the whole reason to not usually give it to a coin cut, is because we're afraid he's going to, Give it to us. Okay, so fine. So, so therefore, when you come to Pesach, it's not a, it's nothing to do with Pesach per se. It's when you come to Yom Tov of Pesach that then there's a there's no reason there's a special reason why you should give it to the Kohen Katan. So the other chash may be a zor either. You don't have to worry about it. In which case, the Vyesh Armim of the Ramah is Vyesh Armim that you never give it to a Kohen Katan. That is gone, which is what the Magen Avraham says. That's gone because it's not a miyuchas. 
If the, if the problem is because the Kohanim nowadays are not miyuchas, and you hold that's a problem, even with Chal Drabonan, to give the Kohanim not miyuchas, then, um, then Yeshua, you never get to them. Okay, if I never get to them, I never get to them, so then I have to find another option. The Ramah has other options of what you're supposed to do.